You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Rock Your Life podcast. I am your host, Chasta. I am also, in this endeavor, your accountability partner, your friend, your cheerleader. I am whatever you need me to be to make your life and yourself better. That is what the Rock Your Life podcast is all about. And if you listen to all the episodes, you'll know in the last episode, we kicked off the Rock Your Life challenge. Boy, oh boy has this thing taken off in such a special way. I knew people would jump on board because people typically like a good challenge. It gives them kind of a boost, kind of a kick in the pants to get things going, but I had no idea. Not only the amount of people that would jump on board, but the really meaningful messages I would get about this challenge and what it was doing for people and what it meant to people. So I want to kind of dive into some of those because it really started me thinking about why people don't move their body. And if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, just to recap the Rock Your Life Challenge, what it is, it is a very simple challenge that just inspires you to move your body for half an hour a day, every day for the rest of the year. Basically, just to shake off this crazy year that has been 2020, give ourselves a little boost heading into a new year. And, you know, 2021 might not be all that different, at least in the beginning parts of it, but there is something really special about a clean slate. I think a lot of people look to a new year for simply that. It's just a turning of the page, turning of the chapter, and a clean slate, a new start. People like to start diets on Mondays, right? I don't believe in diets, but that's a whole nother conversation. But they like a clean slate. And I think that's what January 1 is really all about. So I wanted to give us kind of a boost heading into the new year and feel like we're already on a good path towards the new year. So that's what the Rock Your Life Challenge is all about. Pretty simple. And I wanted it to be inclusive. I wanted everyone to be able to do it. Working out doesn't have to be running and training for a marathon. It doesn't have to be going to a gym and lifting crazy weights. It could be simple. It could be walking your dog. It could be riding on a bike. It could be um, walking on a treadmill. It can be whatever you want it to be. And if you're differently abled, maybe you aren't able to move your body, then you can still take that time for yourself. And self-care is really what the challenge is all about. You can still breathe. You can still meditate. You can still read a book that will help you improve in an area that you want to improve in. There are lots of ways to take care of yourself. And that's what the Rock Your Life Challenge is all about. So with all of that being said, what was amazing was the emails I was getting and the messages I was getting that really made me realize that, you know, a lot of people, they don't do things, specifically exercise in this example, because they're not confident that they can. They almost beat themselves up before they even get started. I heard so many stories. People saying, oh, you know, I've never done this or I've never done that. I've never trained for a race. I've never been a runner or, you know, I I don't feel like I could do yoga. I've never done it. I don't think I'm bendy enough to do yoga and all kinds of different things. And the theme I started noticing was that people just don't have confidence in themselves. So they sort of cut themselves off at the pass before they even try, before they even get started. And that really bummed me out. So I wanted to talk to you guys, if this is speaking to you in any way, if you're relating to this, I wanted to talk to you about something that I live by called success stacking. 
Okay. And I use success stacking in working out and being fit, but I also use it in pretty much every aspect of my life. You've probably heard the term habit stacking. A lot of people talk about that. There's many books and I've read many books about habit stacking, building habits on top of each other. And that works. But I do it with success. And I'll give you an example. If you're running, when I first started out as a runner, I had never been a runner before because you got to start somewhere, right? So I literally ran just a tiny little bit. I don't even think it was a quarter of a mile. And I was like dying, of course. Uh, but once I did that, I was like, wow, oh my God. Okay, that was a success, right? I just did something I've never done before. And so check. Then the next time I went out to run, I was like, well, I know I was successful at running that amount. So let's try to push it just a little bit further. So I built on the previous success, okay? That can happen in any kind of workout. You know, you do 50 sit-ups, it about kills you. But then the next day you go, ah, I did 50. I know I can do that. I know I was successful at doing that. So let's try for 55 today and then 60 the next time. And that's how you build. It sounds like a really simplistic idea, and it is. But a lot of people don't think about it. They just have an excuse of, I've never done that before. I don't think I can. I don't think my body's built for that. So don't even try. They don't even try the simplest part of it. They don't even do downward dog if they're doing yoga. They won't even try. You're not doing yourself any service by stopping yourself before you even get started. So success stacking, I don't even know if that's a term. I don't know if I came up with it. I don't think I heard it anywhere. I think I just maybe stole it from habit stacking and kind of created my own thing. But I really kind of wanted to write down a list of tactical things that you can do to really start the process of working out. Or you could do this in your job. Maybe you've never asked for a raise ever in your whole life. I can relate. I remember the first time I asked for that, it was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But when you do it the first time, you learn from it and you start to gain confidence, right? You, you're more confident in the fact that you can stand up for yourself, that you can ask for your worth. But a lot of things play into that. So let's kind of go through this list real quick. And I think it'll help you start thinking about starting and success stacking. So number one, preparation, okay? You've always heard practice makes perfect. I don't believe in perfect, but you get the idea. The more you do it, the better you become. Simple as that. I've been running for, I don't know, about six years now, and I went from just barely being able to run down the street to running a half marathon. Now, I've never done a full marathon but I'll never say that I can't. I don't know that I want to. I haven't decided that yet. <laughs> that's a whole other Oprah. But I definitely think I could if I put my mind to it. Okay. And that's what it's all about. That confidence to go, yes, I can. In the words of Barack Obama, yes, I can. Okay. So preparing. So let's use the example of going in and asking for a raise. Your preparation there would be doing your research, your market research, whatever job you have. What do people typically make? What is average? Look at what the cost of living is in your area. Go through your budget. See what you need to make and try to create your story there with all of that research and all of that preparation. Then you put it into your life and you go, okay, this is my story. This is what I need. This is my worth. And this is the number I won't take less than. When you walk into an office and you have all of that in your toolbox, all of that preparation, it makes you more confident, right? And then you go and you have that first meeting and maybe you don't get the raise. Maybe that is not a successful thing, but you know what is successful? You got up the nerve to ask. And sometimes those little moments, that's all we need to build the success on top of each other. Success stacking. I'm gonna keep saying that because I want that in your head, okay? 
Number two, get out of your own way. Like I said in the beginning, don't cut yourself off at the knees. Don't immediately go down the path of, well, I've never done it before, so that means I can't. Or my body doesn't bend that way. I'm talking about yoga. Okay, calm down. Or I've never been a runner or whatever excuse you can come up with. And there are lots. There are lots of excuses we can come up with to stop ourselves. Don't do that to yourselves. Just try or modify. You know, if it's something that you want to do, but maybe you can't go full force, modify. If you wanted to try running, but maybe you've got bad knees or you've got a bum ankle or whatever it is, then run what you can, take breaks, walk, and then try again. I think people sometimes get caught up in the all or nothing part of life. You know, it's I've got to be balls to the wall. I've got to be 100% or I don't do anything at all. I know a lot of people like that. And I just think there's there's a lot of gray in the middle there, right? There's a whole world of gray in the middle where you can do the best you can and give yourself grace. I write that down in my journal every single morning. I give myself grace. It is a reminder to myself that I need to be more graceful with myself, that I'm doing my best. And I think we can all use a little bit more of that. So give yourself a reason that isn't about you. Part of getting out of your own way is, you know, sometimes, especially with working out, and since we're talking about the Rocker Life Challenge, I'm using working out a lot as an example, but it, maybe your reason is vanity-driven, you know, and sometimes that's just not a good enough why. I did a whole podcast on what is your why. Sometimes you need to give yourself a reason that isn't about you. Because if you're doing something for someone else, maybe you'll prioritize it a little bit more. Maybe you'll take it more seriously. If I'm staying healthy for my son, which I have said before, I want to live as long as I can. I want to be a good example for him. I want to teach him about health and fitness and nutrition. And I just want him to know that that's a part of everyday life. I don't want it to ever be a foreign concept where he has to learn and understand nutrition and understand fitness. I just want him to grow up going, oh, yeah, that's something that my mom and dad always did, and that's just part of everyday life. So that's my why, okay? Whatever your why is, try to pull it outside of yourself. Find an outside resource, and maybe that's a person And that person could be your accountability partner. Now, in the beginning of this podcast, I said, I can be your accountability partner. I can be your cheerleader. I want to be those things. It's been amazing to see people using the hashtag Rock Your Life Challenge because I've I've been able to pop in, click on that, and see who's participating, what they're doing, how it's changing them both physically and mentally. It's been so beautiful to be able to see you guys. And that has helped me be accountable for myself because there have been days where you guys have inspired me with your post on social media to get my butt in gear and go. But it also helps me to chime in, to comment and say, hey, I'm proud of you. You're doing good. You're kicking ass, whatever it is. And validation goes a long way in building confidence. And of course, confidence makes us be more successful. The more we believe in ourselves, the more we look at our behavior and go, yeah, I did that thing, right? It makes you feel more successful and more confident. So when you get validation from others, your accountability partners, your group on Facebook or whatever it is, the better off you are. Speaking of, I failed to mention in the Rocker Life Challenge episode that I do have a workout group on Facebook. It's a private group. It's called Chasta's Champions. If you don't want to blast all of your workouts 
on your regular social media, but you do want a group to cheer you on or you do want an accountability partner, that's a cool place for you to chime in. So if you want to be a part of that group, just search it on Facebook again, Chastis Champions, and then you can put all of your workout content there. That's a place where everyone is super stoked that you're working out and trying to be a better you and you'll have all kinds of love inside of that group. So that's there for you as a resource. Okay, number three. I think we're on three. I don't even know. I didn't number these. I just started writing notes. Set a small goal and achieve it. Going back to my quarter mile, or I don't, I really don't even think it was a quarter mile, but we'll just for easy math, we're going to use that. My quarter mile run. Okay, start small. You don't have to go right out and try to do 200 sit-ups a day. Okay, you could go on Pinterest and literally type in anything you can imagine. If you want to work on your abs, if that's something that's important to you, uh, I have a goal to have six pack abs by the time I'm 40. I'm working on it. But you could go on Pinterest and you could put in like ab workout schedule and you'll see all of those schedules. They start out with small increments and then they build on it. There's so much power in starting small and building on it. Because you build that confidence, you build that success, success stacking. Are you getting tired of hearing that yet? (laughs) Empower yourself with knowledge. This kind of goes back to preparation. But if you're not confident, it's probably because you lack knowledge. I had this years ago when I really started diving into nutrition. Nutrition felt so overwhelming to me. Um, it, It just felt like it was just this endless sea of knowledge and I didn't even know where to start. And I'm talking about really understanding food, really understanding how much protein we need, how much, uh, how many carbs we need, macros, things like that. I'm kind of a geek about that stuff. I find it fascinating. And so I started diving into that pool and learning about it. But in the beginning, it was very, very intimidating. But once I started learning about it, it made me more confident because I had knowledge on the topic. I had armed myself with that information. And it was so cool and so fun for me when somebody would ask me a nutritional question. Even my husband, he would ask me, why do we eat this? Why do we eat that? I'm a vegetarian. He asked a lot about protein, a lot of questions about protein. So it was so wonderful when I actually had confident answers for him. I had armed myself with the knowledge to be able to give him information and confidently know I'm not BSing him. Like I actually have studied this. I've researched it. I know. Or when it comes to fitness, you know, you can help others with the information that you've learned about what it takes to work out your triceps, whatever that is, right? Just arm yourself with the knowledge. If you want to talk about fitness, there's a lot of examples I just gave there. But if you want to talk about, again, asking for that raise, knowledge is power, empowering ourselves makes us more confident. It gives us the confidence to walk into that office, ask for that raise with the knowledge of here's the market value. Here's what others are getting paid that do my job. Here is what I need to succeed in the Bay Area where it's ridiculously expensive. All of that knowledge gives you confidence, gives you power, and hopefully gives you success. And I'm going to leave you on this one because I think it's the most important and it's going to be a little bit cheesy. So if cheese is not your bag, you might want to pop on out of here, but I got to go for it. Believe that it can happen. Positivity is so incredibly important. In 2020, we know how big of a problem depression and anxiety really are. Now, they're always a problem. But in 2020, as we have seen, we know it's an even bigger problem than it typically is. That's why I've pushed moving your body 
as a form of self-care for the rest of the year because there really is science behind it. The American Psychology Association has noted that exercise can improve your mood and along with regular treatment and therapy can help combat depression and anxiety. It can also improve your confidence if you stick with it and build on those small habits. Working out regularly requires a commitment and then keeping that commitment to yourself, that right there alone, even if it's a small workout, is an accomplishment, right? Not only does sticking to a new healthy habit make you feel more confident, but you can also spot physical improvements to your body. You look in the mirror and you go, damn son, look at that booty, right? My booty's lifted, whatever it is. And that can give you more confidence and make you feel better and make you see that your work is actually doing some good. You know what I mean? So believing that it can happen because it absolutely can happen. You can do anything you put your mind to. If you need inspiration, you just go to YouTube and you look up inspiring stories and you will find them left and right. In fact, I'm going to give you somebody to look up if you need a little boost in confidence, a little boost in belief that things can happen, that things are possible. He's a motivational speaker that I followed. His name is Nick Vujicic. I know that's a tough one. I will put the link to him and his TED Talk, actually, in the notes on this show. But he is a man who has no arms and no legs, okay? And he is such an incredibly inspiring man. Uh, He works out. He is a motivational speaker. As I mentioned, he has such a positive attitude. He uses humor to get through. I see him live his life, and I'm like, no excuses, right? No excuses. No matter what kind of tough day I'm having, I look to people like Nick and it inspires me. Believe that it's possible that whatever you want to do in life, you can make it happen. Again, I know that's cheesy, but that's part of who I am. I'm kind of cheesy Chasta. So if it's your bag, then I'm happy you're cheesy like me. And if it's not, then hopefully you'll understand that Look, it's cheesy, but it's true. And so I believe in you. Just know that I am here as your accountability partner and your cheerleader. I want you to do better. I want you to be better. I want you to feel better. And I hope that you're partaking in the Rock Your Life Challenge. And hey, you can look up the hashtag Rock Your Life Challenge as well and see other people doing the same things. And hopefully it will inspire you. These emails, they mean so much to me. These messages mean so much to me. If you ever want to reach out, you want to chat about anything at all, feel free. You can email me chastaonair at gmail.com. If you want to hit me on social media, I'm most frequently available on Instagram. That's kind of where I live socially and I respond to my DMs fastest there. I don't know why it is. It's just a thing. So you can follow me on Instagram at chastalynn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. I pray that the rest of this year goes well for you. It's been a crazy one to say the least, but I do believe in you and whatever you want to happen can happen. Remember, Rock your life, and I'll talk to you next time.